0: to the hillbilly and the hipster. My name is Chad McCool and join with me as always this time in studio is my brother from another Mr. Andy Crow and Andy for the first time in the history of this podcast. We are truly live in person together in the studio.
1: Well, welcome. Welcome to the great state of Kentucky. Well the commonwealth. Of Kentucky, because we're not a state, we are a commonwealth. That's right, this is live from the commonwealth. Nobody knows what that means, <laughs> but I learned it in school, um, and I say it a lot at work. <laughs> but no, welcome to the commonwealth, welcome to the nest, my friend. Uh, I was excited uh, to be able to see you for the first time in, in two some odd years. We've, we're have we face-to-face and in person, uh, and God love you, and you're, and you're tracked down, but you, know, you get here and the first thing that you're subjected to is uh, fourth grade football practice, that's right uh, and then tonight you get first grade football practice
0: getting all the football in my system after uh, landing in Louisville and having my rental car pulled out from underneath me and yes. no rental cars whether you had a reservation or not and taking the most expensive lift I've ever taken in my
1: life I just I was dumbfounded I still don't understand how that happens uh, but they don't pay me to understand I guess um, so there's that. But no, I was excited to have you here and and to get you going. Um I don't know, it's like uh with most good friendships, you know, you just pick up. It's like we've and we do we see each we talk all the time and we see each other on Zoom every week when we, when we record these, so it's not like we haven't seen each other, but it's you know, it's different being in person, so
0: It definitely is. It's good. It's good to be with you and to see you, and I, I've missed you, even though, like you said, I've seen each other, um, you know, multiple times a week or at least once a week on Zoom, but it's just, it's not the same.
1: I will say the only other person that was as excited to see you as I was may have been Turner when you got out of the lift and he realized that was you in football practice because he ran up that hill to see you. Like, I wish he would have ran up that hill during the, the you've made us mad, now you have to run the hill. The, yeah, you know, he, at the end, he, he ran up the in. hill, I picked him up, and I was like, I
0: was hoping you run up after the hill after me.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you like I tell the kids, if you see me running, you should probably follow. Because nothing good is coming from it. But no, we, uh, we woke up this morning, you know, we hung out a little last night, went and had some dinner. We woke up this morning and, and had a, a true southern buffet breakfast. Uh, went to, uh, shout out to Old South here in Owensboro went there and had their breakfast. Uh, I ate probably more smoked bologna this morning than I have in the last year. Um, and I have no regrets. No regrets. It was well... I mean, I need a nap. But no regrets.
0: The only regret I have is that it impacts sweatpants.
1: Gotta, gotta get the stretching next time, man.
0: <laughs> because I, I think I ate my weight in hash brown casserole. and Let me tell you, Cracker Barrel has nothing on the... Uh, it's the Old South... <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. So sure. I'll tell you, the only hash brown casserole that I've ever had that's better, uh, there's two. It's my wife's, um, Dr. Wife makes an incredible hash brown casserole, uh, and my Aunt Claudia. Um, and we took her recipes, and so that's why I thought ours is so good. But my Aunt Claudia makes a superb hash brown casserole. So.
0: Well, speaking of food, um, well... I think it's, you know, we, we talked about football. It's that time of year. Football's back in, in full bloom. And I, although I never did throw my hat in the ring for the Jets, I, almost like I should have because they just act like any other team I've supported. And the season's over in one drive.
1: Three plays. <laughs> the highlight reel for Aaron Rodgers' Jet career is him suiting up and grabbing the American flag and running out of the tunnel. And everybody's like, "Woo! this is our year. Yeah. Three plays into it, dead, gone.
0: Yeah, and and that's a big game because I I was in the airport, I think, uh, on that Monday morning flying out, and uh, I saw Rex Ryan on ESPN, and he had talked about how the 9-11 games, even though he hadn't necessarily been there at that time as a coach, but all the 9-11 games afterwards, if you were playing at home um, when he was the coach of the Jets, how it just was heavy. Like, it meant a lot, especially – it being the first game of the season so I think there was definitely probably a lot of hype from jets fans and maybe from the team itself that game and then poor Aaron rodgers he uh earned that money
1: <laughs> yeah. so, and, and I just want to say from a total selfish thing like so I saw the replay and in slow motion you could see the Achilles snap and like shoot up in his leg um and part of me's like that's pretty cool looking but the other part of me is like how dare you, sir? <laughs> um, and it's for no other reason than I'm in three fantasy football leagues. I'm in a church league here. I'm in a uh, probation parole slash uh, jail league here uh, with some of the jailers, the deputies, and, and some PNP folks. And then I'm in a league with a bunch of pastors in Kentucky and Indiana. Um, and in my pastor league, I... Who did I start at quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Stinkin' Rodgers. Because it was him or Dak Prescott. Because I auto-drafted that one. Because I was at where? Say it with me now. Football practice. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers going to have a good year. You know, he's got got some weapons. He should have a good year. Well, right. He should have had a good year. And he had uh, a horrible drive. Um, and he got me negative one points. And for those of you who play fantasy football, you know, like your quarterback has to put up more than negative one. Um, and so I was greatly disappointed. And for a split second, I didn't say, man, I hope he gets better. It was, man, look what you did to my team.
0: <laughs> and
1: is that right? Probably not. But is that what happened? Yeah, it'd probably happen again.
0: Well, I'm in my first fantasy football league in probably well over 10 years, and I won my first game with
1: one, Doug Prescott.
0: It. Did you <laughs> win my with Yeah.
1: I would have won if I would have started Dak, but no. And can we just talk about that monstrosity for a second? So, I think that I've made my allegiance clear in football. I am a Giants fan. And so, and we'll, we'll talk here in a minute about what happened Sunday personally. Um, but so, um, I show up at the hospital, and I listen to the first, first drive of the game on the radio, right? And So, I go to the hospital, go through security, um, and then... Long story short, they take me upstairs to the CCU waiting room. Uh, and I walk in, and it is 33 to nothing. And I was like, well, this just makes today so much worse. Hey, I don't know what to do. Like, and then the game ended 40 to nothing, and it was like, well, I am a Giants fan. I should, <laughs> I should be used to this. But it never... I miss Eli. I miss Eli, and I miss Tiki, and, and Michael Strahan. Can we get those guys back?
0: They're all about 50.
1: I, well, put Tom Brady at quarterback. We're guaranteed to beat him. <laughs> I just, oh, 40 to no. We, we, that first drive wasn't bad. And then Micah Parsons decided to take, <laughs> take Daniel Jones and then rip his birth certificate up and then place his name on the father line. <laughs> because Micah Parsons is Daniel Jones' daddy. Like, what happened? You, you get one field goal block, and it's like, you know what? We can't play the rest of the game. You've hurt our feelings. That isn't a tribute. That, that shows what society is. Just, you get your feelings hurt, you take your ball and go home. It's it. God, it was bad.
0: There's always that kid.
1: It was bad.
0: Well, let's talk about something good before we dive into this. Let's talk about the find blacksmith merchandise
1: Blacksmith from St. Galgiano Armory. St. Galgiano, man, I, I think we're going to hang out with him a little bit tomorrow, too, so that's exciting.
0: Yeah, I get to meet him face-to-face in real life. So,
1: But, so if y'all haven't been following us, first of all, shame on you, welcome to the dumpster fire. That's right. Uh, but for those of us who have been following along, let me tell you about my buddies at St. Galgiano's Armory. Saint Gargano Armory is the premier destination for handcrafted blacksmith merchandise. They use traditional techniques to create unique and stunning pieces, each one embedded with the spirit of Saint Gargano himself. Uh, they pay very close attention to the to the craftsmanship, and every item that they make is a work of art. Saint Gargano believes uh, in the quality and authenticity um, of what they do. That's why they use the finest materials and take pride in their commitment to traditional craftsmanship. These products are not only beautiful, but they're functional. And the good thing about them is a portion of every sale goes back to the community. Uh, different nonprofits and things of that sort. He's all about giving back to the community and helping people out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And guys, you too can, can look and see what's going on. At their newly designed website, St. Galgano Armory, and you spell out everything S A I N T G A L G A N O A R M O R Y, St. Galgano Armory. Etsy.com. It's changed a little bit, but he has updated all that. Um, so give them a check. We have their stuff in our homes and uh, our offices. Love it. It's, it's practical, it's good looking stuff. Um, And then also, he's in the middle of a dagger competition with people all over the world. All over the world. And my man is putting in work. Um, You can follow along on his social media with that. He's posting pictures um, of some of the stuff that he's doing with the dagger. I would wish I could tell you uh, the type of materials he's using because he's told me multiple times. Um, But again, if you follow along, you know I am not a smart man. So... The gauge and the type of steel he's using on that firebox that he calls a forge—that um, is very hot, by the way—I um, couldn't tell you, but it is beautiful so far. Uh, so yeah, check him out on what used to be called Twitter um, and Instagram at Saint Galgano Armory.
0: No, it's just at Saint Galgano.
1: Oh, Etsy? Geez.
0: His Twitter handle and his Instagram handle is at St. Galgano, and you can check out their blacksmith merchandise. Not apparel. Not apparel. We're working on that. At stgalganoarmory.etsy.com. So, Andy has two robust Southern Baptist men. What, what's one of your favorite things about church life? Besides the Lord.
1: Besides the Lord. So I think the appropriate answer would be the fellowship, uh, would be getting to know my brothers and sisters, the uh, different ways to serve.
0: Okay. W- w- but regardless but, of
1: all Sunday school answers. Right, but, but we want to be real. Because yes. in, this, in this dumpster fire, we just throw kerosene on it. <laughs> um, and realistically, you can get all of those in this one activity. This one activity, especially the Southern Baptist Church, this one activity brings together service, brings together fellowship, brings together good theological teaching, uh, all in one. And that, my friend, is the church potluck.
0: The church potluck. The church potluck. We're moving into that season where they seem to pick up in high gear. Maybe they take a little bit of a hiatus in the summer, unless you are uh, in a Southern Baptist Church in the true South. Those church ladies will not let that happen. No, no. But my church, uh,
1: we are about to kick into potluck season. Um, And might I say, much like Chad and I this morning, bring your stretchy pants.
0: Oh, goodness gracious, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to wear my fat man suit. When we get that that Thanksgiving potlucks coming up soon, that's going to be.
1: See, I think I'm going to miss ours because we'll be on vacation, which saddens me greatly. Not enough not to go on vacation, but it (laughs) saddens me greatly.
0: So you, you talked about fantasy football. I talked about fantasy football. Football's in full gear. So Andy, let's... Real quick,
1: real quick. I want to go back to fantasy football. This just popped into my head. Uh, again, dumpster fire. So hang with me. What is your fantasy football team name? My fantasy football team did name? You, did you come up with a creative name or are you just...
0: It's a name I use a, that I used to use a lot. We are the Chupacabras. Fantasy, the mythical border goat killer creature. Fair enough. But if my team was not the Chupacabras, they were the uh the uh Rougaroos, which is basically Cajun Bigfoot in Louisiana. So I uh name my name my teams after mythical creatures.
1: Alright, so uh in my church league, um my starting tight end is Kyle Pitts. Uh so my team name is Pitts Creek. After one of my favorite shows. Uh we'll just leave that there. Um and then my uh, DC-DC-DOC League is the Etienne Empire. Because <laughs> I have Travis Etienne on my team. So, But there were some good What's ones. What's your pastor league team name? Touchdown Jesus, because I, you know, I don't know these people, so I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> and it's Indiana, <laughs> so why not? Yeah. So I uh, well, I think some of them. The o-
0: the only graven image that's allowed if you're a reform guy in Indiana is Touchdown Jesus. Yeah, that's
1: exactly it. But then we had names like uh, Country Roads, Take My Homes, I-, I appreciate that. That's a good um, Christian mingle. That's. You can't go wrong with Christian name. Now I feel
0: like my mythical creature name is inane and ridiculous. We need a rebranding. One you game got, in,
1: you gotta you gotta rebrand that bad boy. Um, Holler for Waller. For that that's that's a good one. Um, who else we got? No Etienne phone home. That made me giggle. That that made me giggle. And then Tyreek of nature.
0: And of course, it's been quiet all morning until we decide to record. And your neighbors
1: are getting their grass cut. Yeah, my neighbors are mowing the yard. It's it's fun. Anyhoots, um, back to what we were talking about. Back to the potlucks. Sorry, that popped into my head. And you know how I am. So I think about
0: what we'll do is let's have let's have a fantasy draft for
1: potlucks. All right, and so and I know we talked about this um, pre-show. And by pre-show, I mean a couple weeks ago. Um, are we drafting, like, are we assuming the church provides the main course? Yeah, because I don't
0: know what churches. You went to some fancy churches because the only churches that I've been a part of that provided the main course was the Thanksgiving potluck. Like, the church would provide the bird. Every other potluck's a free-for-all.
1: <laughs> I think maybe my my, ch- my, my kid church. The church I went to as a young kid—I think maybe it was like that. Yeah. But I know the church that I, especially the Southern Baptist church that I served at in Terre Haute, the church always provided the meat. And I think the two that I've been to, where I'm at now, if I'm not mistaken, the church provided the meat.
0: And what's the meat?
1: Uh, Is it a variety? So for the last one, it was fried chicken. Uh huh. Um, And then for our church picnic that we had, um, we we grilled chicken.
0: Yeah, when we've done a church picnic, it's hamburgers and hot dogs church provides. Yeah. You know, for those types of things, like the church picnic, the Thanksgiving potluck. But, like, if we're just going to have, like, hey, you know, third Sunday of the month, we're having a potluck. Um, I, oh, see, now our churches didn't
1: do them that, that frequently, so then maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then at Agape, I I think the church, or maybe one, I think it rotated between families, but I think the church provided the, the main dish later
0: now i gotta tell you the church i served in in texas the potlucks were great because the one deacon he had uh he had a smoker you had the toe with a three-quarter ton pickup oh yeah and he'd bring that to the church and you'd smell them coming down the road and oh my gosh those were the best and i'll never forget the one day i preached on potluck day and he told me after church and we lived in the same subdivision can you come by my house i need you to help me move something i was like sure and I go there, and he gives me this like I don't know five pound brisket, just like this is the pastor's share since you preached today. And I was like, Oh Lord, please let me preach on potluck day here. I,
1: I would schedule that. I would go to my see if I was your youth pastor, and it was potluck day. I'm like, Chad, the Lord has given me this word, <laughs> yeah. and it is Andy needs the brisket. Uh, that, so so we're drafting everything. Well, we're
0: drafting everything. Everything's on the table.
1: So quite literally. Potlucks. So are we got a rock-paper-scissors for who goes first. Uh, you have home-field
0: advantage. You can go first. You get first pick.
1: All right. So since since it's everything, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take fried chicken. Yeah, you got to go
0: with fried chicken. You I,
1: can't you can't beat fried chicken.
0: No, and I, I remember.
1: That's, that's, a, that's a heavy number one overall pick. Like, he's got the big signing bonus. <laughs> Especially if
0: you're Southern Baptist. Like oh, He's not the SEC, the SEC quarterback who's getting drafted in the first round and is out of the league in three years. He is not an
1: Alabama quarterback. <laughs>
0: that's right. But I got to tell you, uh, first potluck I had at the SBC church I served in in Indiana, no fried chicken to be seen. And I remember I made a joke. I was like, Y'all aren't good Southern Baptists, you don't have fried chicken. They didn't understand what I meant. They thought fried chicken was my favorite food. And so then the next potluck, that's all we had. No <laughs> everybody everybody No, there was always one side at that church.
1: But everybody brought fried chicken. Everybody brought
0: fried chicken. I was like, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, you misunderstood me. I like trust me, I'm not gonna turn down fried chicken. No one no one turns down fried chicken. <laughs> but we need a you know a little bit of a variety, but I thought every SBC church I was that was, that's in the BFNM. I'm
1: pretty sure. <laughs> I think I in like Fifth John too. Right? <laughs> that's right. Nice. So what you got first?
0: Well, you took you took the big one. Um, uh, I'm probably I don't know. This might be that I'm taking uh, I'm taking a kicker early in the draft. I'm going to be that dude, but I'm going to say if it's done well, macaroni and cheese
1: see, no macaroni and cheese gets slipped on. I think that's a that's a solid pick. I think I don't know if it's a first round pick. No, I'm probably going a little bit high. You know, I, I think you could have probably got that in the third round. Definitely second, but no, I think I think that's a solid pick. A little bit of a reach, but he's gonna. Now, if it's done right, if you've got that one... Well, if if your grandma's making it, um, you know, with yeah, no, like it, it's gonna perform. Uh, you're going to get your money's worth for that
0: one. Now, and you know you're going to get laughed out when you're the one that brought the Velveeta shells and cheese nah, in a big yeah, Pyrex no. dish. Like, no, no, that no, ain't. We're that talking ain't like... It needs a
1: crust. Mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the boxed mac and cheese. I don't want shells and Velveeta. I'm talking... Look up Grandma Mac and Cheese. That's that's what we're talking here. All right, so for my my second... What well, 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 Before we go to the second round, oh. what do you think makes...
0: uh? What makes fried chicken so popular? Is it the portability? Is it just everybody likes it? I mean, I do have a I have a deacon at church who dis, who will not eat chicken. So he would disagree with us. He's been Southern Baptist his whole life. He does not like chicken. Well, then I question his Southern Baptistness. <laughs> and I
1: might <laughs> actually question his salvation. <laughs> and the fact that you're allowing him to be a deacon makes me question if <laughs> you've been fit for the pastorate. Um, no, I think... Uh, I think the portability is good. I think the ease of which it is to cook um, because literally you just, you're frying it, right? Right? You, you bread it, you fry it, it's done. Or you're buying it from somewhere, or and it's still good. When I tell you that the best fried chicken I think that I've ever had in my life was from a grocery store in Terre Haute called Basler's. Oh yeah, they were good. Like And so I lived two blocks from Basler's and when they would cook new fried chicken every couple hours, like I'd just sit on my back porch and like salivate Smell it and, and smile. I think I gained weight by doing that. But no, I think I think the portability is easy. I think If you can't
0: get a seat, if you're in a fellowship hall and you can stand and yeah, can eat stand it without too still, much of a mess.
1: And and I think there's the um, there's just the common rule that like there's no Decency goes out the window when you're eating fried chicken because there's no like humane way to eat it. You look like a, Viking, a rabbit slug. dog. <laughs> Viking, you're talking, you know, you're just gnawing on a bone trying to get every last bit off. And so I think that helps.
0: So what's a piece you're going for?
1: I'm a thigh guy.
0: Oh, I'm a I'm a breast.
1: See, I, I like the dark meat, so I'm I'm a thigh guy. Um, that went down pretty quick. fly for a thigh guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fly for a thigh guy, man. That's a fantasy football team name. Um, maybe. But yeah, so I'm I'm going for the thigh, um, and then like Super Bowl Sunday potlucks, you know, you have the wings, you have the yeah the, the nachos, the nachos and wings and stuff. So that's but yeah, I think I think the ease of just getting it if you're not making it, or and the portability of it makes it makes it, makes it the go-to. Um, so my second dish.
0: Well, I got one more thing. Oh, First okay. round, a, a sleeper one, but this doesn't cut it all the time. So we've recently been blessed to replant a spanish language church out of our church and when we have potlucks joint between us and the other church they bring tamales and tamales if you can get a a, a predominantly either a, a mexican or a central american family who can make those tamales could usurp fried chicken at the so i'm going to go on potluck.
1: Record, i've never had a tamale oh you've not lived sir but no, I've never never had a tamale. I'm open, so maybe when I make my trek to, to Colorado we can pull some strings.
0: Alright, second round.
1: Second round. Uh let's see. I'm gonna go meatballs.
0: Like the crockpot meatballs? Crockpot
1: meatballs. I think that you can you can either put a toothpick in them and they can be appetizers, or you can just spoon them out on your plate. Appetizers. Appetizers, <laughs> that's right. You can go appetizer. Or you can just spoon them out on your plate, but I'm I'm gonna go meatballs that. Um, and I will. I know I said I took fried chicken, so you wouldn't. <laughs> um, that was a spite thing. Cause pick. I plan on winning this draft, my <laughs> friend. Uh, I play keeps, but no, I uh, I will if if the meatballs look good. And there's a rule I have, um, and I didn't always have this, but I had, I had a good friend named Dustin. We served together, and that he would never come to the potluck. And I would be like, "Bro, why aren't you coming to the potlucks?" And he was like, "You can't eat at everybody's house."
0: I don't so disagree have, with that.
1: And, and so now I have a rule: like, I won't eat it unless I know who made it, because that makes total sense. I just never thought. I, I grew up when poor, so I'm just gonna eat anything. But uh, so that makes sense. So if I know who made the meatballs and how they made them, I will skip the fried chicken for the meatballs. Ooh. I, True story.
0: I don't know if I'm skipping the fried chicken unless it's just legs and thighs left. Because, you know, the problem is, you know, being serving in a pastoral role from time to time, right? You're, you're one of the last ones, if not the last one, to get to the table. No one makes a dish for you.
1: Not if you're a youth pastor. Because you generally have small kids. <laughs> so you can make your plate when you make the kids' plates all as well. Ah.
0: Um, I'm going to be in the same vein as you. And my pick's going to be a little smoky's.
1: Yes. Beautiful pick.
0: So, growing up where I grew up, I had no idea what this was. I did not encounter little Smokies till I lived in the Midwest. How did
1: you make them? Bro? I
0: never, I, I never made them, but I think the right way to make them, I don't know. Like I know, I don't know if it's like barbecue sauce or whatever, but there's always grape jelly in it.
1: It's so the way I make them, and and I make them the way my wife makes them, and I think she makes them the same way that my family made them growing up because they taste the same. It is chili sauce. And grape jelly. Okay. So, and I know this is a, a family a family podcast most of the time, and we we are believers.
0: We are a family dumpster fire. Yeah, a
1: family dumpster fire. And so, let me just add some more fuel to the flame. Who got so wasted one night that they're like, you know, it sounds good. I'm gonna take these meatballs and I'm gonna take or some little little weenies and and I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put chili sauce and grape jelly and I'm gonna cook it all together. Was well, not yeah. I? How drunk do you have to be to do that? <laughs> just thank you, by the way, because it's it's a beautiful dish.
0: Well, it makes me think of a, a rabbit trail. All those side, those little side specials that KFC keeps putting out, like the potato bowl, mashed potatoes with everything oh, yeah. mixed in it. I think they're just having mm-hmm. a laboratory run by stoners, <laughs> who we were like, "Let's throw this together." And hey, That's- this is good. Let's let's make a sandwich or fried
1: chicken as the bread that tracks <laughs> also like there's gotta be a cardiologist somewhere it's like well this is just you know this he, he's is a, job security so here eat this real quick he, so you can have a heart attack and he's and a shareholder it. in KFC <laughs> <laughs> the 12th the <twelfth> urban <clears throat> spice is the heart attack um alright third round
0: well it, it, I'll say this before we go right like both those dishes the meatballs little smokies they're kind of in the same vein they're right twin they're twins they are they're fraternal twins but I think if anybody brings a unique twist to it, you're kind of like,
1: nah, this is perfection.
0: Like, there's, you, you can't, you don't need to mess with it. It's simple, it works. And there are people that
1: will do just barbecue sauce. Yeah. And, and kudos, those are still good. And they're
0: still good. I'm eating them.
1: I'm not turning them down. Nope. But I prefer the grape jelly and the chili. <laughs> it needs some, need it needs some grape, grape, grape jelly. I need the grape jelly and the chili sauce, man. Uh, what are we, are we doing? Five rounds? Is that what we're yeah, doing?
0: we could do that. Plus, I gotta tell you, that, uh, then we, right, gotta,
1: we gotta add dessert to it. Right, oh, five yeah, rounds yeah. plus dessert.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I might be picking a dessert here, third round.
1: Oh, oh, really?
0: I might be. Oh, yeah. You never know. But I gotta tell you, the portability is great, right? Especially if you got one of those new fango crockpots with the latch lids. Oh, yeah, that, that
1: ain't spilling. So check it out. We went to a get together for, a, I think it was a Super Bowl party, our first year in Terre Haute. My boss, uh, who at the time, no, he was my boss then, but he was also an elder at the church. And so we all went to his house for the Super Bowl. Ashley makes this dish. Excuse me, Dr. Wife makes this dish. Um, and she calls it chili con queso, because um, that's what her dad called it. And I would like, that I make fun of her all the time. It, it's, it's white folks' enchiladas. It is, It is, no, well, no. It oh, is, it's a dip. It's a dip. Oh, okay. Um, it is just con queso. There's no chili There's in no it. There's no chili. It's like Rotel and Velveeta and something else. That's my like, sister-in-law. There's not a there's not, a, there's not a ounce of chili in it, <coughs> and uh, so I'm always like, "Honey, why don't we call it you know, just call it con queso?" And every time, shut up. Stop it. So my
0: sister-in-law. I oh, know there's no chili. My sister-in-law Anna, she made she makes something similar. It's really just Velveeta and Rotel. Mm-hmm. I think she calls it queso. And my brother and I, like it was. I think it was a Thanksgiving. We destroyed it. Like it was oh. good. And I kept hounding her. I'm like, "How do you make this? She's like, "What's wrong with you? It's just and rotel." <laughs> like yeah. she's just
1: yelling and, at me. And him. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not rotel. Doctor wife. Will no, listen. it's rot- It's always rotel. Doctor wife will listen to this in about a month, <laughs> even though it'll go up here in a day or two. Um, and then she'll she'll get on to me because I've said it wrong or I've given out a secret family recipe. Um, but I can live with that. But uh, now she'll make it. And so we put it in a crock pot, and at the time, we had the old school crock pot. We still have it, uh, but the lid just with sets the lid on that, it. Yeah. And so, it, but it, it came with like this carrying case. Right? Oh yeah, you had the it. one of a fancy one. Yeah, um, but for some reason, I didn't put it in the carrying case when we came home. I did on the way there, because it was hot. It wasn't hot when we left. Yeah. Uh, and we were driving a Dodge Stratus at the time. I drive a Dodge I, Stratus I drive a Dodge Stratus I can do 200 push-ups and so I pull into our apartment complex I can't I cannot <laughs> I, I made a kid do 10 push-ups last night at practice and I think between the 10 he actually did a half of one <laughs> um, but no I turn into the the parking lot complex of our apartment and I hit a speed bump and you Ooh. hear it jostle but it sounds like it landed right side up, and so yeah. nobody thinks anything. You're good. And as we are pulling out, you know, I open the back door of the Dodge Stratus, and what is all over the floor? Queso, chili con queso, minus Without, the chili.
0: It's chili con queso, minus chili,
1: all over the back. And, uh, when I tell you that I thought Doctor Wife was going to murder me, like I, the fact that I'm still alive for a multitude of reasons with her is just nothing short of a miracle. But that night? <laughs> Packers <laughs> won the Super Bowl that night, though. I'm not a
0: Packers fan, but... Oh, that was uh, the first one they won? Packers and Steelers. Steelers? No, yeah, Fal- oh, uh, Falcons. The, Su- the Favre Super Bowl or the Aaron Rodgers How Super Bowl? How
1: old am I? I was not married when Favre won the Super Bowl. Look here, Grandpa. I remember the Favre Super Bowl. I was going to
0: shout out to Darius Howard. He was a... Uh, I went to seminary with him and he he was on that Packers Championship team well, when Favre won, but I right.
1: forgot! But I'm, <laughs> watch, 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 I wife and are not that old.
0: No, Moving no. on! This is
1: the one that Aaron Moving Rogers on.
0: Rogers but, won. Let's go to round three. Round three. Round three. Round three. Now that
1: we're both in trouble, with where are we going? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go classic mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Now, I'm gonna. Not instant mashed
0: potatoes. You know they're showing up though. The, oh, they're showing. And there's some goodins that you can doctor up. Like I, I can make mean oh, instant we, mashed potatoes if I'm if I'm
1: down for time. Yeah, no. Like in my house, we we rock the box of mashed potatoes. The
0: hint is sour cream. Beat oh. the heck out of them with sour cream.
1: Sour cream, <laughs> and you gotta use not white people seasoning. No. <laughs> But no, because um, we'll, we'll rock the box mashed yeah. potatoes in, in, in the crow's nest. But for a potluck, I'm talking some generally lady in her mid to late 50s, early 60s, has peeled like 10 pounds of potatoes. And she beat them by hand. There was no hand mixer. They're mm-hmm. smashed. Right? And they probably have enough butter that you could build the, the Lombardi oh, statue of. It, oh, it, it,
0: it's making Paula Dean. Paula (laughs)
1: Deen's Weight Watchers compared to the butter that's in this. Um, bacon bits and a little cheese all in it. Like, I mean, just creamy and yet just satisfying. Mm -hmm.
0: I have that lady in my church, by the way. uh, We won her. (laughs) She came from Louisiana.
1: Oh, yeah. If you look, if you have a lady that comes from the deep south, Louisiana, Texas, um, so, so Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. If you have somebody Just in Just the church, South in general? Well, I, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw a little Appalachia in there too? Throw some Appalachia. East Tennessee. Southern uh, Ohio? No. It's uh, Appalachia. That's not good Appalachia. <laughs> uh, Eastern Tennessee, East Kentucky. If somebody from there is in your church and you're not in that area and they bring something, don't question what it is. Just eat it make sure you're first in line and you get a healthy helping of it because you will not be disappointed.
0: Well, in the immortal words of my father, if they're from Louisiana and they're Cajun, don't ask because they beat it into the pot, into submission as it's been crawling in the pot.
1: It's just meat. It at one point was hissing at them trying to bite them. (laughs) It's just meat. And it it probably had hair that's been cooked into it, fur, if you will. But it's worth it. I believe my granddad told me at one point because we were... We were in Alabama, he drove a truck and I was with him. I was maybe I was maybe ten years old and we were coming out of a shop and a guy had a little side, you know, side hustle thing where you're selling sandwiches and whatnot. And he goes, Hey, hey, boss, you want a taste? And so Pepal didn't ask what well, just threw it in his mouth. He goes, Hey, little boss, you want a taste? And I was hesitant. And Pepal slapped me in the back of the head and I go, Yes, sir, and I took it, I was like, Sweet God, this is it. we ended up getting five sandwiches for the both of us. <laughs> and I got in the track, I go, Pep, I said, You didn't know that man. I was always, you know, you guys taught me not to take food from strangers. And Pepal said, Son, if an old black man offers you food, you take it. You take it. Amen. So that's that's where he's at So I'm mashed to, 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 to circle back, mashed potatoes.
0: Alright, I'm 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 going I'm i I'm that guy at the football draft that you all mock at the fantasy draft. That's why I auto pick. <laughs> Banana pudding. Bro, banana pudding didn't even make my list. Banana pudding. I I, I like bananas. Oh, it's got to be banana pudding with with vanilla wafers, and and I got to admit, like.
1: What'd you uh, call them?
0: Vanilla wafers. Well,
1: thank you. I thought you said vanilla wafers. No, I'm not that. And I'm not that like, much. I may have been born in
0: the north, but I ain't that much of a Yankee.
1: Uh, you weren't about to have a bed here
0: tonight. <laughs> I want some of them vanilla wafers.
1: Well, we ain't got those around here.
0: So that's my thing. Banana pudding. Banana pudding is it, the the funny thing is, it's it's another really simple thing to put together, but it could be really
1: bad. Oh, absolutely. It's it, it's hit or miss. Absolutely hit or miss, from what I've been told. I will not eat it. So why no, no
0: banana pudding? Just because you don't like bananas? I like bananas.
1: You like ban- I love uh, vanilla pudding and chocolate pudding, uh, but I'm not, I'm not about the banana anything. I don't eat banana bread. I oh eat, wow, I don't realize. I
0: don't that. eat bananas. Why do you hate America?
1: <laughs> um. T- so and it's and it's it's drastic. So there's a place up the road. Uh, this
0: isn't my only dessert, though, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I've got multiple desserts. So, uh, there's a place up the road. It's, uh, oh, man, what is it? I don't know, it's a smoozy, smoothie place. Uh, but a friend of mine from work, her daughter works there, and we'd always go there. And I ordered a strawberry smoothie, plain strawberry smoothie.
0: Oh, you got a strawberry when banana. Well, they gave me
1: a strawberry banana, and I took it. Uh, and, and so Lisa is, is pulling about to pull out onto the main road to get back to work. And I take a sip, almost throw up in her car, forced her to do a U turn to go back through the drive thru to make them give me another one because I wasn't going to be able to drink it. So, before we uh, continue to our fourth
0: round, you know what hasn't shown up as any of the uh, variations of jello salad?
1: Bro. I, I thought we were doing dessert separate, so now I'm trying to work them in.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I
1: got it. All right.
0: Well, I'll say I'll save my jello salad, salad. for It ain't on any of my list yeah, cause, because when it. I moved to Ohio, I never knew it. I mean, to me, jello salad was what my grandmother used to do like Christmas time or whatever. There'd be like pineapple chunks and the clear jello in a jello mold, and it looked like it looked pretty cool when I was a kid. That's what I expected, and I moved to Ohio, and they said try my jello salad, and it literally was salad in jello.
1: I can assure you, that's not on my list.
0: (laughs) And I was like, I've never eaten this again.
1: (laughs) I I almost feel dirty for hearing that. (laughs) All right, so what are we, fourth round? Round four. Round four. Um, well, this probably should have went higher, but I I thought I would get it in a lower round, so I'm going to go ahead and take it now. Uh, And it is hash brown casserole.
0: Oh, I would have never even thought of that. Hash brown casserole. You're just carb loading.
1: So, yeah, well...
0: Might as well. It's
1: the potluck. It's a potluck. I'm wearing my stretchy. Ah, that's a good one. Hash brown casserole. That's, that is actually the crow staple for potlucks. When we go, we make our hash brown casserole. Well, you said Doctor Wife makes it. Doctor, well, I, uh, I make it most of the time. But when we first started dating and we're married, she made it. Yeah. Um, but now, now I, t- I take that and we share it. But, but no, it's good. It's good. Um, a, a, a 4B, if you will, since you got a 1B. I'm going to take my supplemental draft pick here. I'm going to go ahead and cash that supplemental in. Um, it was a player to be named later in a draft. Um, is Cheesy Corn. My Dr. Wife makes this. It's in a, cro- it's a crop, it's again, crop pot, portable, uh, cheesy corn. You ever had a lotte?
0: So, elote is a Mexican street corn, and sometimes I'll serve it on oh, the yeah, top of the yeah, chicken. Yeah, okay. Sort of reminds me of that. It's got the cheese, like the sort of mayo. It is, the,
1: no, there's no mayo in this. It's, when I, it's, it's not
0: mayo. I'm white people in it up, but remind, it's got the cheese, but there's some kind of sauce that when I make it, it's mayo. It's
1: corn, and it's multiple cheeses, multiple variations of cheese, but it is. Oh. There is never any left when we take it places. See, now I'm stuck
0: between a couple of dishes.
1: So, yeah, I have one pick left, and it's, it's got to be a dessert. And so I might have a supplemental fifth round pick.
0: I think I got a supplemental pick here because I was going to go with one, but you talked about corn, and I will tell you this, cream corn. But it's oh, got to be homemade. Yes. That, I mean, you. I'll eat it out of the can. Do not get me wrong. I'm not too proud for canned cream corn, but it is nothing no, like real oh, cream corn.
1: Talk to me. Oh. That can just be an additional like universal pick. That's one that you could have taken second round and nobody would, have, nobody would have questioned.
0: So I'm going to definitely go with a regional pick here. Can't call it a casserole. I've spent a lot of time in the upper Midwest. You know, the, the Dakotas, Minnesota, Montana. And I would say hot dish. And hot dish, in other parts of the country, you would just call it a tater tot casserole. It's always got a tater tot base with, you know, cheese and meat and everything. Yeah. It's basically so cool. like Americanized poutine, mm-hmm. but it's hot dish. In the upper Midwest, everywhere else calls it a casserole. And, and I will tell you, if you tell somebody from Minnesota or North Dakota that it's a casserole, that it's tater tot casserole, um, you will go to war.
1: Yeah, you, you're not getting it. Is it right? is a hot dish. You don't get any of that on your plate. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. The hot dish, the casserole. I do enjoy We had that for dinner not too long ago, tater tot casserole. Hot dish. Well, actually, I think we call it cracked chicken.
0: We had it at church a couple, um, couple weeks ago.
1: And so I don't know why we call it crack Chicken. I just see Dave Chappelle scratching, <laughs> asking if he got any more of that cast With the white lips. Yeah. After, after we have it. you <laughs> didn't get any more of that chicken. Tater tots. Um, <laughs> ha, how do we have a podcast? <laughs> um, We've not right. been banned yet. So, five, I've got multiple desserts and now I'm sad. <laughs> you know what I find
0: funny, though, as a rabbit hole? Glenn Beck got kicked off of Apple Podcasts, but we haven't.
1: Glenn Beck got kicked off an of apple? Shout out Glenn Beck. The one Mormon I listen to. <laughs> Not about religion, but maybe politics. <clears throat> anyway, um, let's So, part of me wants to take the dessert that I get. Like, So, my aunt, Sheila, my grandmother's sister in law, um, bless her soul, she woke up one Thanksgiving when I was a kid and realized she was supposed to bring a dessert but didn't buy anything for dessert so she just got everything she had in the house and put it together and made this strawberry dessert it's it's like a fluff almost there's it's angel food cake and whipped cream and strawberries and a jello mix so it's
0: and, almost like strawberry shortcake like mixed together but
1: uh, yeah yes and no I, I, and there's there's so much more to it because that woman would keep the sweets in her house. Always loved going to her house. Mm. Um, so I don't exactly know what it is, but that is my dessert. And I say that because she'll make a ginormous dish of it. Like, but only if I'm coming. So she'll call and be like, "Hey, you come to Christmas this year? Or, hey, you come to Thanksgiving?" And generally, if I go to one, I don't go to the other because we have to go to the other side of the family, you know. Um, and so I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm coming." And so she'll make this giant dish, and people forget it forget about it and they sleep on it and they're like oh well there's peanut butter pie here and there's that and so maybe they'll get a little bit and I won't like splurge on it there because I'm trying to get a little bit of all the because you know you're getting it because I know it's coming home with me <laughs> because Sheila will come up to me and she's like it's just me at home I can't eat this so why don't you take it and you and the boys and, and Dr. Wife can you're eat like it. yeah like, and I'm like the yeah, boys they're yeah, not getting me it me and the boys and Dr. Wife you know uh, Turner has this thing with he's texture ne- he's so never he's tasted it he doesn't like it because of the texture and then Mason, he won't eat it because he can't be still long enough to eat something. And Doctor Wife will have a little bit here and there. So I get this enormous dish of strawberry stuff. Um, so, so yeah, that that I think is going to be the dessert that I take. Um, but then uh, to piggyback on what you said, you didn't want. I'm going to take the Jello salad, but it's it's a it's it's a pretzel base
0: and like on the
1: bottom. Yeah, like a crust. Yeah like little little pretzels um jello it's got maybe has some fruit in the jello like strawberries and pineapples and then a small layer of like whipped cream for the topping and then maybe some blueberry sprinkle on top that and i'll take those two um as my five a and b pick so
0: I'd be willing to try that. I don't know if I would call that jello salad, but
1: I don't know that I would call it. I think I, actually, I think Doctor Wife calls it pretzel salad. That um, sounds
0: that sounds better.
1: But it is just it's it's amazing. I highly recommend it. And maybe I'm describing it wrong because it's been a while since I've had it, and Doctor Wife will let me know, and then I'll share in about a month when she listens to this episode. But um, so where where are you going round round five there? oh
0: i got a dessert i got a thing i'm gonna go baked beans
1: that's a good pick that is a slept on pick
0: baked beans because if done well that you didn't just get a bunch of cans of bushes at costco and dump them in a in an aluminum foil pan um done well they are magnificent they're right up there with the cream corn absolutely if they're done well so i'm gonna go with baked beans
1: That's a good pick.
0: But i got to throw a pick that doesn't come in because it's like drafting a punter. Where are you on the beverages? Because the beverages have to be done right. What's the right beverages? Sweet tea. Absolutely. Sweet
1: tea and lemonade.
0: But how sweet is the sweet tea? I think you could go too sweet. And that might be the Yankee in me now that i got the raised eyebrows.
1: (laughs) So let me let me let me tell you a story about my childhood and
0: I'll tell you this maybe it's because I prefer an Arnold Palmer the half and half yeah and so when the tea is too sweet it gets too sweet so I tend to like it with like the lemonade and unsweet tea just so so it balances out
1: so you you can have normal sweet tea right Mm -hmm. we'll we'll go with a McAllister's sweet tea oh that that we're going which is one of the best you need to take me to McAllister's I saw it Mm -hmm. I miss it we can go um but also, there is um, there's a thing in our family called uh, Sarah and Andy T, or Sarah and Andy Kool-Aid. Right? So, my Aunt Claudia, who uh, I affectionately have called my weekend mother, because every weekend I was at her house, um, me and my cousin, Sarah, her daughter, she's six months older than me, uh, we grew up more like brother and sister than, than cousins. And so, when we were taught to make Kool-Aid, or we were taught later to make tea, it was, you know, one and a half scoops of sugar, one packet of Mm Kool-Aid, and then water. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the tea, same thing, so many scoops. And we thought to ourselves, no, that's not right. So, we experimented one day, and we took the sugar, and on a normal, like, two-gallon... Pitcher, mm-hmm. like the Tupperware two gallon pitcher, yeah, that mustard yellow. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I bet we filled that thing a quarter quarter full of sugar. Oh dear lord, how do you have teeth? And two things of grape, Kool Aid, grape Kool Aid, and then water. And when we like we stirred because you know sugar doesn't really dissolve in cold water. No. So we stirred the absolute crud out of that and made this sludge. And I'm pretty sure that is why some of our friends have diabetes. <laughs> because they drank our Kool-Aid. Wil- Wilford or, uh, Brimley came to him with a dream. You're getting a diabetes. He's like, what you got, Will?" And he goes, mm, diabetes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can, I, I guess you can go too sweet, but I have yet to taste
0: that is too sweet. So, I've made it, you know, I, I'll I'll make it at church, and, and then I got yelled at that I wasn't putting in enough sugar because I was putting in two cups. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and so, it needs to be three. Well, was, with a, there's one woman, God bless her. How she many won't gallons do you put in? I think it's like a two-gallon pitcher. It's oh, those big plastic pitchers. Three's not enough. Oh, gosh, three's two. too sweet. You put two? Two. Two's Two's not two enough. heaping ones, but. Yeah. three and then she yells at me if I'm not using a whisk this woman Sheila she like slapped my hand you're like you gotta use a whisk and I'm like you're not even from the south
1: it's a big wooden spoon no whisk I know that's what I used was a wooden spoon like a wooden spatula or something like it looks like a a daggum
0: ore. you use it as a weapon yeah Uh, at the same time when my grandmother was using that wooden spoon if you were out of line that spoon just came out and cracked you wherever and went right (laughs) back to mixing you're
1: trying to to sneak a meatball or something tea flies everywhere
0: all of a sudden all of a sudden that lady he became a ninja.
1: <laughs> slowest woman I ever met, but man, man, you get out of line.
0: What a reaction time. <sighs> What's the one dish you're avoiding at the potluck line, besides the person that you know you're never eating at their house?
1: So, I had a man. She's she since passed, and I, I will not say her name. Uh, although I don't think that side of my family listens to the podcast. But just for my protection... Uh, Anything she brought, we don't eat. Yeah. Anything. Um, And now this isn't church potluck, but I mean, there was one time that she brought dressing. She decided it was her year for the dressing. And so somebody brought the turkey, she brought the dressing, and it was green. I've never... Like, I thought she put food coloring in it. Yeah. But my grand... Because I love dressing. Yeah, yeah, me too. My granddad goes... And I go, which one's hers? And he goes, the green one. The green one. <laughs> and I was like, why? And then nobody ate it. And she got her feelings hurt. You're like, it's got pistachios and, and celery some, in it. A little celery. Um, and so somebody felt bad. And so they went and got a big, like, they took half of it and threw it away. Made it look like so someone it, ate it. But then, because then they felt bad for that, then they went back and ate a good chunk of it. And like, I'm, I thought they were going to throw up right there. They died? No, they got, they were out of commission for a week from food poisoning. From that one bite, from that like three bites they took, like I mean, he lost probably ten pounds just from crapping. Uh, but no, but as far as church pop church potlucks, I think it varies. But you all have that every church, every especially Southern Baptist. Uh, every church has that one family, uh, and friend of the show Bryce um, came up with the term. They are EGRs, Extra Grace Required.
0: Oh, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna see him next week.
1: Oh yeah, no like. Bryce came up with that and coined it, and me and him especially have used that ever since. Every church has the EGRs. Uh, Some of them are couples, some of them are full-blown family, some of them are just single people. Yeah. But you all have that one EGR family that wants so bad to be like the next chef. And they will always, always without fail, bring a green bean casserole.
0: Yeah, and, and the only time bean, I'll do it... a green bean
1: casserole made correctly and by somebody that I trust... Could be good. ...is good. Yeah. But an EGR's green bean casserole... I can't do it.
0: <laughs> for some reason, for me, it's only acceptable at Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like, is, it's not a dish I'm running this to. This
1: is midsummer, 200 degrees outside at the park, and they're bringing green bean casserole. <laughs> hey! Or a potato salad or that but, sat in their or car. Or potato salad that sat in their car through the whole sermon. But yeah, so the the green bean casserole is the one that I am, or the uh, and we had it growing up. It's called fluff salad. It's Cool Whip, cottage cheese, pineapple, and grape chunks, and um, mm. strawberry jello. And cheese.
0: I think these dishes all have different names depending yeah. on where you come from. Oh yeah, yeah. regionally it's called something else.
1: But you can tell by looking at a dish. I don't care what it, it could be. The fried chicken. Right, it could be the tea. You can tell by looking at it who made it. You may not know the exact, but you know. The,
0: you the, have a pool. You have of, a
1: pool of people. Yes, and you know that if you look at the dish and it's from a certain pool of people, I'm out. You're out. You skip it. And and my thing is,
0: I'm I'm not a germaphobe, but I am like to some extent. Now now, don't hear what I'm not saying, like. You know, I've been to people's houses and ministry and stuff and you got kids, your house is messy. There's a difference between messy... Welcome to my
1: house.
0: There's a difference between messy and dirty. Oh, absolutely. And then there's filthy. Right? And so messy... Kids, you got toys on the floor, you got this, maybe, you know, whatever. Right? Your bed's not made, that's messy. Like, dirty and filthy...
1: Wait, bed's not made is messy? That's normal for me. You know, I didn't know you were supposed to make your bed until I met my wife. (laughs)
0: Well, I think that's the pro. I think that's the story for most men.
1: <laughs> Doctor White's like Andy. Did you make the bed? Did you change I- your sheets? When?
0: <laughs> Before you met Doctor White? Like, like when you lived alone? Like, did uh, you oh, change your sheets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you change your sheets like,
1: when I was an RA in the dorm? Yeah. Yeah, I took them off it when I went home for <laughs> the, the semester, and then I'd I wash them and bring them bring back. back. All right. So yeah, I mean I, they they've been washed. I'm not uncivilized. Every six months. <laughs> or or there was one time I went to, a, you know, I bought I bought sheets at the beginning of every, the semester. Every
0: six months or until you got a rash. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but we went to the thrift store and found the old school Ninja Turtle sheets. Uh huh. And I was like, well, there's my new sheets. And so here I am in college with Ninja Turtle sheets
0: let's face it,
1: you're a grown man who would have Ninja Turtle sheets. Joke's on you. I still have the pillowcase and use it. I also have the old school 90s wrestling pillowcase. Nice. The, my bed is a complete adult bed. It's like, oh, pretty pillow, nice bedspread, fitted sheet, cover sheet, nice decorative pillow, Andy's wrestling pillow. And my wife is like, oh, we can put that under the bed, and was like under the cover, and then the deck. And I was like, no, no. I live here. Like, this is my side of the bed. Like you're gonna give this to me? <laughs> uh,
0: well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I I know for for those of you that are introverts, potlucks might be a little jarring. It's a it's a wonderful opportunity. I think it's biblical. It's a great time for fellowship and to break bread with your brothers and sisters. And don't be afraid to serve. Don't be the one waiting for somebody else to clean up the table. Right? Take a turn. Wipe down some tables. Throw out some dishes. Help a family. You got a, you got a family with, with little kids in your church. Help them make plates for their kids. Yeah, help, help visitors to their seats, invite them. Just make it a time of joy. Don't sit with your clique. Go sit with somebody else that you don't normally sit with. Say
1: it again for those in the back.
0: Don't sit with your clique. I I am I'm at a church where there are cliques. And so break I don't, up those I don't tables.
1: Know that you can have a church without cliques.
0: Yeah, but break up those tables. Oh no,
1: I, I wholeheartedly believe. When I was on staff, I never sat with the same people yeah um, And we tried at Agape we tried to do potlucks monthly, if not monthly every other month uh, and I would I would bounce from table to table and then every month uh, we had what we called m and matures and ministers where the, the senior citizen senior adults would uh, would come together for a meal and the pastors would come um, and I would you know I would try to sit with a different group of them every month. So,
0: I used to like coming around you when you did the after those because for some reason
1: you always had a cake. <laughs> You'd leave yeah, the MMs with a cake. Yeah, and they would always be like, "Oh, Andy, you have kids. Take the cake." Which, and I'm like, "You, you know that cake isn't making at home." Which meant I got some cake when yeah. I show up. Cause you'd come with the right time, like it was just time that we were done. Oh, I knew when it was over. We'd be done cleaning, everybody'd be gone. I would be laying on my couch, pants unbuttoned, ready to die, and you'd walk in and be like, "Game the cake?" Because <laughs> I know it's here. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, game more of that cake? I smelled it down the road. <laughs> oh, sleeper pick.
0: I just one last pick. I've tried this at a potluck. I know the only time I've ever had it is Cracker Barrel, the Coca Cola cake. But that woman that's in my church. From Louisiana, she made a homemade Coca-Cola cake, and it's chocolate. Go to Cracker Barrel and try the Coca-Cola cake. It is—it's very good. I have to try. It's a—it's a chocolate cake. It's got a little bit of Coca-Cola in it. You don't even know it, but it's amazing, incredibly moist. It's good.
1: So, yeah, put that on my list.
0: We love potlucks, if you can't tell.
1: So yeah. So, but also, like, let's let's take a step back for a second. you know, we are, we are expected as a church, as a body of believers, to, to, to not only, you know, spread the word, show, you know, live out the gospel message, but we have to commune with one another, right? We have to break bread Amen. And, and have that fellowship um, because if we're—so here's the deal. Being outside of the church is great. You need to get outside the four walls. You need to be the church in the community. But there also comes a time where you need to recharge, um, and so I think the potlucks inside the four walls, where it's just church members getting together. Now, don't don't get me wrong; if visitors come, they are totally invited.
0: Yeah, and and you know, and I, I totally agree with you. But the potluck is a really quick and easy way for an outreach event. Oh, absolutely! Bring some people in, and, yeah. and there it's 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 low effort. High impact.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: As far as an outreach event goes. And as
1: long as you tell those visitors not to eat that pot of people's food.
0: (laughs) Don't eat the green dressing. Like, you
1: get behind them in the line. Hey, try this. And if they touch that spoon, just politely be like, if you want to live, (laughs) you will not do that. Let me tell you
0: about Jesus before you put that spoon in your mouth.
1: Are you right with the Lord? (laughs) If you are, go ahead and take that bite. But if you're not, maybe hear me out. So but no we, we need that time to charge and just be with one another. So I encourage you. Like there are people that when they hear, Oh, we're doing a potluck next week, we're not coming, or we'll we'll watch online. No, get to church, eat some fried chicken, avoid the green bean casserole.
0: And then and I I'm gonna piggyback on what you said. Go to church. Forget the online. Go and have some fellowship. Forget, forget the live stream. Forget watching whatever rock star pastor today is. Go to your local church. Yes. And if you don't have a local church, find one. I'm sure there's, a, there's some in your neighborhood that you're driving past. Find some. You can reach out to us and we'll help you find some in your neighborhood. And Absolutely. So you want to reach out to us, you can email us at hillhipsterpod at gmail.com. As a, a wise man once said, hit us up on the Gmail and let us know what your favorite potluck dishes are. Or you can reach out on Twitter, at HillHipsterPod. Again, let us know what your favorite potluck dishes are. Um, if you saw from like the last two episodes, uh, shout out to friend of the show, OG supporter on Twitter, Appalachistan, said he's the guy putting Heinz <laughs> 57 and A1 on a, well, on a well-made and, steak.
1: And, and to you, sir, bless your heart. <laughs> um, since we're going Southern today, bless, bless your heart. Um, but also on a, on a more serious note, um, for those who are listening and who are regular listeners, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, praying for my mother. So this past week, you know, we didn't put out an episode, uh, on time at least, or maybe at all. It's already Thursday. So, um, regardless this past Sunday, um, the first Sunday of football, uh, my mother had a massive stroke. Um, and had to be life-flighted to Nashville. Um, and so that's, that's why we didn't record this past weekend. I was, I was in, at the hospital with her. Um, and so we're definitely not out of the woods yet. She's still, um, as of today, in the, the critical neuro, neurological critical care unit uh, at a hospital in Nashville. So if you just you know, remember my mother in, in your prayers um, and my family as, as we kind of figure out what's going on with that, uh, we would greatly appreciate it.
0: Amen. And don't forget, we, we are praying for you, for each and every one of you, even those that we we don't know who you are. We're, we pray for you, and we're grateful um, to be able to do this, and that um, when you do reach out to us, it, it's wonderful. So I just pray you all have a blessed week. Be blessed, and remember that the, the Lord is with you, and he is for you.
1: And let's, you know, welcome to Kentucky again. And uh, let's go to Huddle House. Raise the record button to stop it. Thank you.